30 seconds has begun. Chair, staff is ready when you are. Thank you, clerk. Good evening, and welcome to the Thursday, October 26, 2023, 5.30 p.m. meeting of the Planning and Design Commission. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Members, if you could please unmute your microphones. Commissioner Zhang? Here. Commissioner Chase? Here. Commissioner Lamas? Here. Commissioner Buckley? Here. Commissioner Caden? Here. Commissioner Macias-Reed? Here. Commissioner Young? Here. Commissioner Boyd is absent. Commissioner Andrade? Here. And Commissioner Thompson is absent. Um, uh, Chair Hernandez is absent. Did I miss you, sir? No. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Vice Chair Wallace? Here. Thank you. We have quorum. Thank you, Clerk. Uh, I would like to remind folks, uh, members of the public and chambers, that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. You'll have two, three minutes to speak once you are called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgement of, in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Potwin Winton peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather today together in the active practice of an acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. And then. Stay standing for the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And our first order of business is the director's report. Thank you, Vice Chair. Just one item for the director's report this evening. If anyone is here for item number three, the market at the mill, ABC license that item is being pulled by staff, so it won't be heard on tonight's agenda. It will be rescheduled, re-noticed for a future agenda. Thank you. Thank you, Stacia. All right, next we have the consent calendar. Uh, we're actually gonna take these, um, although they're all in one, one item in the packet, we're gonna take these one by one because we had different attendance at each meeting. Uh, so we'll start, <laughs> I guess we'll start with the August 24th meeting. Do we wanna call the roll for each one? Uh, we will still need, we'll still need a, um, someone to make the motion and okay. second the motion. All right, so we need a motion and a second for each one. So we'll start with the August 24th meeting. Do I have a motion? To approve the minutes. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, okay, great. Uh, Commissioner Buckley. Thanks, Chair. I'll move approval. Second. Call the rule. Thank you. Commissioner Zhang. Abstain. Commissioner Chase. Aye. Commissioner Lamas. Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Macias-Reed? Aye. Commissioner Young? Abstain. Commissioner Boyd is absent. Commissioner Andrade? Abstain. Commissioner Thompson is absent. Chair Hernandez is absent. And Vice Chair Wallace? Aye. The motion does not pass. All right. Try that one again next time. <laughs> okay. Next we have, um, I need a motion for the minutes of the September 14th meeting. Uh, Commissioner Reed. 
No? Okay. <laughs> Commissioner Buckley. Um, thank you, Chair. I just noticed an error on the August 24th, uh, a potential error on the August 24th uh, minutes that I wanted to lift up, but maybe we lift it up later when we retake it up. I believe that would be the appropriate time. Yes. I've taken note, though. Thank you. Okay. Um, so we're on the September 14th minutes. Do I have any motion? Anybody? <laughs> Com uh, Commissioner Zhang. I'll make a motion to approve. Second. Commissioner Caden. Second. All right. I'll now take the roll call vote. Commissioner Zhang? Aye. Commissioner Chase? Abstain. Commissioner Lamas? Abstain. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Masius Reed? Abstain. Commissioner Young? Aye. Commissioner Boyd is absent? No. Commissioner Andrade? Abstain. Commissioner Thompson is absent? Chair Hernandez is absent, and Vice Chair Wallace. Aye. The motion fails. Okay. We're going to move on to 28th, September 28th minutes. Uh, Commissioner, are you still open or? No, okay. <laughs> Commissioner Lamas. I motion to approve the minutes from the September 28th meeting. All right. Commissioner Caden. I'll second again. Okay, thank you. I'll now take the roll call vote. Commissioner Zhang? Aye. Commissioner Chase? Aye. Commissioner Lamas? Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Masius Reed? Abstain. Commissioner Young? Abstain. Commissioner Boyd is absent. Commissioner Andrade? Abstain. Commissioner Thompson is absent. Chair Hernandez is absent. And Vice Chair Wallace? Aye. Uh, the motion fails. Okay. Last one. <laughs> uh, the October 12th, 2023 minutes. Uh, Commissioner Lamas. I motion to approve the minutes from the October 12th, 2023 meeting minutes. Gail. And Commissioner Zhang. I'll second. Clerk, can we please take the roll? Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioner Zhang. Aye. Commissioner Chase. Uh, I abstain. Commissioner Lamas. Aye. Commissioner Buckley. Aye. Commissioner Caden. Commissioner Masius Reed? Abstain. Commissioner Young? Aye. Commissioner Boyd is absent. Commissioner Andrade? Aye. Commissioner Thompson is absent. Chair Hernandez is absent. And Vice Chair Wallace? Aye. That motion passes. All right, that's the consent calendar. Do we have any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar, Clerk? Uh, I had no slips. I, I had no slips. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. Uh, let's see. All right, we'll move on to the public hearing. Uh, first up, we have the item number two, Jonex Wine Lounge, P23-013. Uh, are there any disclosures or recusals from the, the commission? All right, I have, I have uh, just a quick disclosure. I had a couple of conversations with um, some folks who may have been assisting the uh, applicant, but they were consistent with items in the staff report. Now we'll move to the presentation. Is this, oh, there it is. All right, good evening um, to the commission. 
Uh, my name is Zach Dalla, uh, Associate Planner with the Community Development Department. The item before you is Jonix Wine Bar or Wine Lounge, um, Project P23-13. It is located at uh, 5619 H Street within an existing commercial shopping center in the general commercial zone. The applicant is requesting entitlements to establish a wine bar in a vacant storefront that includes a small retail sales area for customers to purchase wine and wine accessories. The project includes interior tenant improvements, but no exterior building modifications are proposed. To establish the proposed wine bar and bottle shop, the project requires planning and design commission review of a conditional use permit to authorize a bar and alcohol beverage sales for off-premises consumption. Staff mailed a public hearing notice to all property owners, residents, and neighborhood associations within 500 feet of the project, as well as posted a hearing notice at the project site. To date, <clears throat> staff has received two letters of support, one letter of opposition, and two e-comments, including one in support and one with a neutral stance. Staff recommends the Planning and Design Commission approve the entitlement, and that concludes my presentation. And I am available for any questions you may have. Additionally, the applicant, Renee Jones, is in, the, in, in attendance tonight and will be making a brief introduction to the commission. Thank you. I'm Renee, this is Todd, Yonix. Uh, um, we're really excited and honored to, the, to speak to you today. Sorry, very nervous, sorry. Um, it really has been a dream of us. We love wine and the ability of bringing an environment that's inclusive and fun and relaxed and safe to be able to experience and join as a community, um, to be able to be, be able to share that experience of wine discovery and just make it a, uh, an accessible space. And we chose East Sacramento because when we moved here from um, San Francisco, um, the people of, uh, were so welcoming to us. And it wasn't something that we have experienced in a very long time. And so everybody has just been so kind. Um, and East Sac Chamber and Ronnie with Pine Cove and just, the simplest questions that we had, we're wandering around by ourselves and just people are saying hi to us and we're looking behind us because we think it's someone else is around. And just the welcoming nature and the community that has been, that is something that we want to be able to give back. And it's something that we experienced, um, uh, you know, younger, but the ability to be able to bring that and give something back and, and be part of the community and share and experience in the community is something that's really, um, really important to us. Again, I keep saying give back, but it's just meant a lot in the time that we've been here, three and a half years. Um, that is the consistent experience that I've had that we haven't experienced in a long time. So I'll, I'm repeating myself, so I'll let Todd speak. Yeah. yeah, I would say, I think Sacramento is a special place. Uh, the, the diversity uh, and, and the inclusivity we've experienced here has just been fantastic and definitely want to add to that. We want to add to that, to the community, uh, that's here to add to the economy, you know, and, and uh, uh, make this place our home. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, would, would appreciate your consideration. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Have uh, speaker slips for this item? Great. We do. One moment. I have speaker slips from two members of the public. Our first speaker is Ronica Anderson, followed by uh, Brian Garza. Hello, my name is Ronica Anderson. I own the Pine Cove Tavern. I've been there since 1994. Um, started as a cocktail waitress and worked my way up, and I am also a resident of East Sacramento. I'm on the board of uh, East Sac Chamber of Commerce. And when I met Renee and Todd, they just have this, they alone have a welcoming spirit. And I feel like the short time they've been here, they have immersed themselves into this community so much that I feel like I'm a magnet to them. Like I wanna be around them all the time. I know the trials and tribulations that they're going through and having a small business in Sacramento, um, I support them wholly. Um, they joined the chamber. They have been to so many of our events to help support other small businesses in our community. 
and um, um, lost my train of thought. But I love them, as you can tell. They're just wonderful people, and I really support their business and hope that you guys will consider. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Our next speaker is Brian Garza. Hi, thank you very much. Uh, my name is Brian Garza. Uh, I came here with my wife, Rosalind, in support of the Jonex. Uh, we've lived in Sacramento now for eight months. Uh, we met the couple whenever we first came here. I've worked in the restaurant industry for the first 15 years of my career. I've now transitioned uh, to Apple. And the one thing that I've noticed is uh, a very warm spirit from the couple. Like, I want to see them be successful, and they're their nature to invite others into their home uh, and into experiences that are their lives is what this is all about. Um, I want to continue to support them and I hope that the city of Sacramento is able to do that too. Thank you. I have no more speaker slips. Thank you, clerk. Uh, are there any Questions, comments, or motions from the commissioners? Oh, sorry. Thanks. Okay. Public comment is now closed. <laughs> and now I will open it up for commissioner comments, questions, or motions. Commissioner Reed, Macias Reed. I'm um, really excited uh, to see uh, the support for you and your business, you both in your business. Um, it seems like a wonderful addition to Sacramento and a wonderful addition to the East Sacramento community. Um, welcome, although I know you've been here for three and a half years. Um, I wanted to just uh, end my statement with an enthusiastic yes and, and obviously wanting to make a motion to approve staff's recommendation. Very young. Like a second. All right. We have a motion and a second. Uh, Commissioner Chase. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I just, uh, I obviously think it's a great thing. As a, an example of uh, why uh, a wine bar is a unique experience, many, many years ago, <clears throat> my younger days, I managed a wine bar in Harvard Square, and the clientele was, as you can imagine, you know, different than the, the bar down at the corner used to have Faye Dunaway come in occasionally, and uh, which was a real treat. So, uh, yeah, I wish you much success. Look forward to this. All right, I see no additional uh, comments from commissioners. So, clerk, will you please call the roll for the vote? I'm sorry, Commissioner Lamas. Sorry, <laughs> I looked um, down and it was. <laughs> I was quick. I was quick. Um, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of support for this um, project. It seems like um, it could be a good fit for the community. Um, I'm looking at the design um, proposal, and I just it looks like there's a con consideration for ADA accessibility. So can, can someone provide a little bit more explanation about that? It looks like there's a, a path of travel through the rear. Is that correct for folks um, that, that um, maybe can't enter, enter through the primary entrance? Yes, um, thank you for the question. It, so the shop is, um, it's kind of interesting in the commercial shopping center, it's kind of like a C shape. So the location of this one is it's near um, H Street. So there's an entrance to the rear parking lot area and there's also one um, like a front entrance with a small parking lot. So there's like kind of two path of entrances to the building. Perfect, thank you for that clarification. I have a, a newborn and we go in strollers a lot. So I'm very cognizant of ramps. <laughs> thank you, I yield my time. Thank you, Commissioner Lamas. Uh, okay. Now we're ready for commissioner or for roll call. Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, if you could please unmute your microphones. Commissioner Zhang? Aye. Commissioner Chase? Aye. Commissioner Lamas? Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Masias Reed? Aye. Commissioner Young? Aye. Commissioner Boyd is absent. Commissioner Andrade? Aye. Commissioner Thompson is absent.
Chair Hernandez is absent. And Vice Chair Wallace. Aye. Thank you. The motion passes. Congratulations. Okay, and as we mentioned before, item three has been pulled, so we'll move on to our next public hearing item. Item number four is the La Familia Opportunity Center, P23-002. We have staff presentations. Oh, sorry, wait, are there any disclosures or recusals? <laughs> Great. Oh, Commissioner Macias-Reed. I would just like to disclose that I've um, talked, you know, with with uh, La Familia staff um, many times about this project. So, and it's really all consistent with what's in the staff reports. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Macias Reed. All right, now time for a presentation. Thank you. Thank you. Um, good evening, Chair and members of the Planning Design Commission. I am Danny Abbas, and the assigned planner for this project. Uh, it is a request to construct and operate a 25,000 square foot uh, vocational skills training and community service center on a vacant 2.2 acre site at 5900 Franklin Boulevard. Um, there we go. Uh, <clears throat> the site is uh, directly uh, across 37th Avenue from the La Familia uh, Maple Center, Maple Neighborhood Center, uh, across Franklin Boulevard from the St. Patrick Academy and near many homes in the South Sacramento neighborhood. The center plans to provide numerous support services, groups and activities available to the surrounding community. Uh, some of these include parenting workshops, mental health services, a satellite health clinic, multiple programs for youth development, multiple programs to assist older adults, and career training for green jobs, entry-level medical, culinary fields, and more. Uh, to facilitate the project, uh, required entitlements include a rezone of two small parcels from R1 to C1, site plan and design review, and conditional use permits for a nonprofit organization involved with meal service, food preparation for offsite consumption, and food storage and distribution. Uh, staff recommends the commission forward a recommendation of project approval to the city council based on uh, the findings in fact findings of fact and subject to the conditions of approval listed uh, within attachment four of the staff report. Uh, planning staff supports the proposal since it will bring convenient health, medical, and employment services to South Sacramentans. Uh, will help to facilitate employment within the city, will create a landmark community facility, and make use of a long-term urban infill site. Uh, that concludes the presentation. The applicant also has a brief presentation with further information about uh, hosted programming and services. Uh, both staff and the applicant team would be available to answer any questions uh, after that. Thank you. Oh, Doreen, if, if you wanna come up. Thanks. Hi, I'm Doreen Rose from La Familia Counseling Center. Thanks for having us tonight. We're really excited to finally be at this state of the process. It's been a long road. We purchased the property in 2019. And of course, with everything that happened with COVID, it's taken us a really long time to be here. So we're excited to finally get started um, and hopefully building something in the next year. Um, this is just a snapshot to show you in 2022 just some of the programming that we've done. So you, as you can see, um, we, and Danny covered a lot of the things that we do. So one of the things that during COVID, we clearly um, recognized the need to step up for the community and provide um, vaccines and testing. Um, and then that led to us looking at the plans that we already had, thinking we really need a, a health clinic in this neighborhood. There's no health clinic. Let's get, so we added that to the plan. And then we also have our Birth and Beyond program, which we do parenting classes. Our career center, which was really the crux of this project, which is to become a training center for the neighborhood. Um, we already are a career center and we do training offsite and we have job co coaches, but this will enable us to do training right in the neighborhood so that people can um, take advantage and not have to travel far to go to training. We looked at what are the current um, job clusters in Sacramento and we based our training programs on the jobs that are needed here in the Sacramento area. The biggest one being healthcare. We run a community um, healthcare uh, 
um, clinic uh, training, and then we also do mental health. Um, we have a behavioral health clinic, so we kind of grow our own. We basically do um, mental health internships, and then we hope that the staff will stay with us to be clinicians. And then we looked at what are the jobs, so the green jobs of the future. So we looked at doing solar installation. Um, if any of you been down Franklin, you know that it's an automotive district. There's all kinds of um, vehicle repair shops. So we're looking at doing electric vehicle repair with partners on the boulevard. Um, and then looking at opening up, you know, as I said, a satellite health clinic. And then everything we do overlays with youth. We have lots of youth programs. We have um, youth leadership. We have at-risk youth programs. And then we have our wellness programs. We help people um, enroll for Medi-Cal. We do workshops. And so this, we have taken up every inch of space that we currently have in our two sites. Um, we will continue to run services at our Maple site. Now they'll be right across the street from each other. So our main site is tucked back in right next to the freeway at, the, um, at Fruit Ridge and Franklin. And so it's really hard for the community to find us. There's not a bus route. So when we looked at purchasing property, we looked at purchasing property that the community can easily get to. And then we can run both of our programs and we're right there, right next to each other. So this is just a snapshot of what we did in 2022. And then this is the Opportunity Center. And I think we touched a little bit on what kind of programs we're going to have. Rick, you wanna add anything? No, I'm, I'm Rick Brands, so I'm chair of the board of the Lafayette Counseling Center. We're just, as you can see, we just celebrated our 50th anniversary. We were very honored to have the mayor there, uh, and we've been honored to have the city uh, make a $2 million contribution towards our getting this Opportunity Center completed. We're, you know, we're in a growth industry, unfortunately. There's increasing demand. I've been on the board for over 40 years, and, and we've had to expand our ability to provide services. Um, going through COVID has, has increased demand, particularly for mental health uh, services among youth, and um, and, and as, as you can see, we have plans to, to provide job opportunities, health, uh, wellness, continued wellness. So uh, we, we would very much appreciate your, your, uh, your approval of this uh, and so we can move forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to open it up for commissioner questions and then we'll do public comment. Commissioner Young. Yeah, the, uh, this question is for the La Familia. A, a great rendering, great drawings. It really uh, gives a, a really impactful vision of, of what you're trying to accomplish. So um, need to see that. Um, my, my question is on the, the existing 47, the, the site on 47th, um, is that going to be is that going to be vacated in for for uh, for everyone all those services to move to that facility, or are you going to be keeping both facilities? Our Maple Neighborhood Center that's right across the street on Thirty Seventh, is that what you're or the our one main behind the site? Center. Yeah, but, the, our but. main site on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah. Um, at this point, we haven't made a decision. Um, we own the property there, um, so depending upon um, what the the board and the executive director decide, we've looked at options of if we're going to lease it, if we're going to look at partnering at our Maple Neighborhood Center, and like and at the new Opportunity Center, there's there's room for partner space too. We usually never do anything alone. We bring in partners. Um, and so we have partners at, um, at our site at Maple. And so we'll be looking at some of the options of, are we going to you know, expand um, to have partners take it over? Are we gonna lease it? Are we gonna sell it? We haven't gotten down the road that far yet. Okay, because I think that facility, I think there's, there's quite a bit of recreational space in that one. I think this, this facility looks more I don't think it has as much recreational space from what I can we tell. We have a gym. We have a gym at our main site. And at the Maple Neighborhood Center, we have a large multi-purpose room, which can be used um, for recreation. And we have a basketball court. And at the Maple Neighborhood Center, we have a futsal court. 
Um, and so we do have, and in this site, we'll have the four large training rooms that can go down. There are four rooms, and then they can go to one large room. But as far as the gym, yes, we will still have our gym. That's one of the things that we've talked about, that if we look at leasing it to someone else, we would keep our gym um, because we, we run programs out of it and also partners. There's no, there's no plan to, there's no plan in relation to that existing facility because, you know, we're running our karate program out of there, uh, and 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 also as we grow, there's going to be need for some additional administrative uh, capacity. So at this point, we have, there hasn't been any discussion about what we need to, you know, we're going to have to need, we're going to need to vacate this. So, um, yeah. okay, oh, thank you, thank you. All right. Uh, seeing no other uh, questions from the commission, I'll open it up for public comment. Do we have any slips for this? There's someone raising their hand in the back. Can you can you please come and fill out a slip, and then we'll call you up. Oh, sorry, I'd be here, but I'm. We need you to complete a slip. First, oh. sorry, we, we announced this before you arrived. Apologies. Go ahead and make your way to the podium and uh, begin your public comment. We just have to get that on the record, sorry. <laughs> Never been here, but uh, my name is Sarah. I'm the homeowner next to that lot. Um, I just have an idea, like if you build something, can you please put a fence or like a wall so it's more privacy to my house? Yeah, because it's gonna be construction and now it's kinda like, a fence that actually see through. <laughs> yeah, and then the tree, can you just cut down the tree when you get building it? Um, because the tree is getting bigger and it really like in day to my house. Yeah, cause it's right in the border. Yeah, but I, I can't like talk to anyone or talk to the owner of the lot side. That's why I came here and able to met someone for that, that's it. I'm not opposed or in favor of whatever you get built, but I hope to have like a wall. <laughs> yeah, so it's separate uh, my house and whatever you guys want to build next to my house. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for your comment. Chair, I have no more speakers. Thank you, clerk. Um, for clarification, is it possible to provide clarification on that? Yeah, sure. Um, as part of the proposal, uh, a wall would be constructed, a uh, six-foot uh, CMU uh, masonry wall uh, at that property line. Uh, with regards to the tree, I'm not sure exactly which one she's talking about, but uh, on the site there are no protected trees, so it would be okay to remove a, a, a tree with, um, that doesn't meet the qualifications for protected status. Um, if that tree is uh, near where the wall would be placed, I, I imagine it would be removed. And I'm sorry, I missed the first part. What happened with the fence? Uh, so as part of the uh, construction pro uh, proposal? Yeah, like, are you guys gonna build a wall or something? Like, you know, cause now it's- Yeah, like, he's yeah. providing the clarification. I asked for him to tell us what was in the presentation that's relevant to your request. Oh, gotcha. So there's, there will be a wall built. Yeah. yeah. Like a wall and then you can, bridge. and they're here, so you could also talk to them. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I just got the car <laughs> finally. Because <laughs> I, I Thank you for your time, ma'am. Last year, recently. Thank you. Yeah. 
Thank you, though. <laughs> Thanks for indulging me. <laughs> uh, okay, um, uh, we're open for commissioner comments, motions, and seconds. And uh, Commissioner Boyd. Sorry about, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry about that. My question was actually just answered. Next, we have Commissioner Lamas. Thank you, Vice Chair. Um, I had a question about the parking. I believe in the staff report there was um, public comment as part of the outreach that was gathered to try to move the parking to the back space to try to provide for some more accessibility on the front side, but um, staff recommendation was that it was sufficient um, and that the recommendation was to keep the parking in the front. Um, I just had a question about that back space. Um, what is, is that just like a pass-through for vehicles to go around the facility or what is that going to be used for? Because I see that it's, there's like a barrier, probably a landscaping barrier, but then there's like a, a road that circles the building. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, that, Space in the back is used for circulation for um, vehicles uh, uh, to um, load and unload, uh, emergency vehicle access. It could be used for vehicles as a way to um, maneuver around the site, but there is no parking on that side. Okay. Perfect. Um, thank you for that clarification. And I do agree with the recommendation to maybe not have the parking also close to the residential units. I like them being on, on the front of the street. Um, other than that, just had more of a comment. Um, I, I'm aware La Familia Counseling Center celebrated their 50 year anniversary. Um, heard a lot about the work that they do out there. Um, very impactful in the Latino community. And so I can uh, appreciate that. I know there's part of this component. There's, I think there's two phases. Try to do the training facility component and then depending on funding, do the other kind of services and, and um, part of the facility. Um, I, I don't know if this applies, but there was an announcement from Governor Newsom's office that the California Department of uh, Food and Agriculture has a NOFA out for some money to connect farm, I think it's like farm to school programs. So if you guys are doing some kind of training, kitchen training program, I wonder if there's an opportunity there for you guys to connect and maybe do a partnership with the school across the street. Um, and try to get some access to get uh, access to some funds to get this program up and running. So just a recommendation. I yield my time. Thank you, Commissioner Lamas. Uh, next we have Commissioner Macias-Reed. I just wanted to be clear, are we now in? We are in. Mo motion. Yeah, motion. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so a few things. Um, as we've heard tonight, I mean, La Familia is a 50-year trusted partner in the community um, in Sacramento. They, I mean, the snapshot of services that you guys provide, that, that doesn't even do service to the amount of services that you guys provide. There's just so many and, and you know, I've also had the benefit um, of working, you know, with you guys in certain capacities to get the Latino community um, vaccinated during the pandemic and so many things outside of the box of what you guys would typically do. Um, you guys have just, you know, pivoted, taken the resources, access the resources, and got them out to the community. Um, day to day, week to week, month to month. And so um, just as a Sacramento resident and also someone who deeply is enmeshed in the work that we do to serve the Latino community here in Sacramento, but also on the Franklin Boulevard, um, I mean, uh, you know, I've been impatiently, you know, waiting to see, you know, you guys get through this, you know. Um, this is uh, something that we desperately need, our South Sac community needs. Um, and so uh, I am happy to be the first to just say, um, you know, congratulations for getting to this point. This is a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of time just to even get to planning commission um, and you've gotten here. So congratulations. Um, and I, I'm definitely wanting to support staff's recommendation to move forward uh, this project tonight. Thank you, Commissioner Macias. That's a motion. <laughs> Next, we have Commissioner Chase. Thank you. I just had a quick comment regarding the, um, uh, the, the neighbor asking about the wall. Um, a, <clears throat> whenever a commercial property is next to residential, a six-foot-high concrete block wall is required. So 
assuming the rezone is approved, which I cannot see why that would not happen, uh, this once it reverts from residential to commercial, it will require that that wall. Commissioner Young. I'd be happy to second that motion. Yeah. Are there any other comments? Discussion? Uh, let's see, Commissioner Boyd. Thank you, uh, Vice Chair. <clears throat> Voice is coming and going, so I apologize. I usually don't sound this bad. Uh, question for um, Commissioner, <clears throat> excuse me, Commissioner Chase, in regards to the re um, um, lawfully required building um, um, separation of a six-foot um, wall between commercial and residential. Is there, what is the opportunity for that wall going higher or going beyond the six-foot height um, requirement? I know every area in Sacramento doesn't fall blanketed, unfortunately, with a standard height. So uh, for this particular area, you may know. If not, I'll, I'll refer to uh, staff. I think six foot is required height. Anything, any deviation can't be less than that, but anything more than that would, uh, you know, be at the discretion of the uh, uh, staff. Thank you for your knowledge. And let me ask staff for the staff would know um, for that particular area, is six foot the maximum allowed height? Or if it was needed, let's say something just came about where an additional one to whatever uh, feet was needed, is that area zone allowable for a, an additional height other than six feet? Thank you, Commissioners. Carlo Felix, Senior Planner with Community Development. The code does require a minimum of a six-foot-tall high wall, and uh, as it approaches a front setback, there would be a reduction to make sure that it makes uh, there's clearances as it relates to the visibility triangle around that property. Um, going higher will likely require a deviation to, for additional height, uh, depending on the exact location, but it is something that can be considered. When we do look at deviations from a development standard, the key there is to make a determination that granting the deviation still meets the purpose and intent of that standard. In this case, um, six feet would, is our standard um, requirement and that uh, would seem to address the privacy concerns if there is a desire by the Commission to go higher than that it's something that we should discuss with the applicant team as well as a property owner to make sure that there are no unintended consequences of going to a higher height um, without looking at a, a specific design I appreciate that um, of course in the beginning is always better than trying to do it later. But let's say if, for in fact that it's found that the privacy issue comes into play, that the privacy that anticipated to be granted at a six foot height level actually turns out not to be um, conducive to keeping that privacy between said property and residential. Does the community and or this commission have the opportunity to revisit this to, in fact, ask that the um, height of the wall be extended upward. The property owner adjacent or the applicant themselves could come forward with, with a proposal. They could apply to the planning division. It does not require planning des de uh, design commission approval for that. It would go to a director level approval and it would be heard under the um, heard by the design director, who would take final action. Maybe that'll help. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, folks. Uh, I just asked at six foot. I can look look over a six foot wall. Um, not to say I'm going to be at this property in doing so, but just for the fact that if that came about, that the uh, um, homeowners have that opportunity to ask for uh, a greater barrier for privacy. Thank you for that. Thank you, Vice Chair. Thank you, Vice Chair. Um, that did kind of bring up a question for me too. Um, that back area, are those circular objects trees back there? And is, was that part of the intent to provide some 
some privacy beyond the six foot wall? Because I do see that the facility is two stories and the units on the second floor facing the residential are administrative offices, uh, presumably with windows. Um, so, so I'm wondering if those circles are trees back there to try to uh, provide some additional level of privacy. Uh, yes, they are, and um, the trees are, are a larger canopy uh, in the area of the, um, the buildings. Yeah. Thank you. Still my time. Okay, we have a motion and a second. If there are no other questions, we can call the roll. Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, if you could please unmute your microphones. Commissioner Zhang? Aye. Commissioner Chase? Aye. Commissioner Lamas? Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Macias-Reed? Aye. Commissioner Young? Aye. Commissioner Boyd? Aye. Commissioner Andrade? Aye. Commissioner Thompson is absent. Chair Hernandez is absent. And Vice Chair Wallace? Aye. Thank you, the motion passes. All right, thank you, congrats. Next item is member comments, ideas, questions. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak? Commissioner Macias-Reed? Yeah, I just wanted to see if there was an opportunity. This would be a, maybe a Jacob question. Um, earlier when we did the vote, I didn't realize we had four, uh, we were voting on four dates for uh, the meeting minutes. And I recused myself on one where I actually was here, and that may change the outcome of that. So I guess my point being, because there's a lot on there <laughs> in five years, it's the most I've ever seen. So is there a possibility that we could take the September 14th vote again at this same meeting, or we would have to push it on to the next one? I, I don't know what the recourse is. I'm gonna defer to the city attorney. I'm fine with that. Oh, Commissioner Boyd's here. Yeah, good point. All right. Uh, how do we want to do this? Because we're in this comment period, so we... Do we close the comment period and then... Or we open it again later. <laughs> I don't believe you need to vote again. It sounds like there was an error, a misspeak, and you can correct the record directly with Jacob. Thank you. Okay. So on the September 14th, um, I recused myself. I've, I, that was actually a yes vote. I only think takes, I don't think that gets us there. But we do have Commissioner Boyd here who was not here at the beginning of the meeting. Can we retake the item? No. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. We tried. <laughs> so for the record, I have corrected the vote to um, state that it was a yes vote and that you misspoke in the initial vote earlier this evening. However, um, the vote still does not pass as we only had uh, six uh, guesses on that. We tried. We'll try again next time. Uh, okay, back to commissioner comments, ideas, uh, announcements. Commissioner Boyd. Oh, I'm good to go. Yes, thank you, Vice Chair. I had a question. Uh, I was watching the, I believe, was it Measure U? No, the um, the new name, old name, uh, Park and Rec, but youth, thank you, uh, Yipsy meeting um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, in that meeting, I, I know I saw one, I believe I saw two commissioners that were wearing very nifty pullover polos that said City of Sacramento across the top and the entire Gypsy acronym spelled out. My question is, is every um, question for whoever's able to answer this, does every commission, committee, and board, are we also offered those nice nifty uh, shirts so we could wear at our council meetings, if, or excuse me, at our commission meetings if we so chose? And that is uh, my comment to whomever can answer that, if anyone knows. See the director shaking, not knowing, and... Thank you, Commissioner Boyd. This is Jacob Redberg from the Office of the City Clerk. Uh, I believe um, um, 
those were paid for by Yipsy specifically for their commission, um, and those are not items that um, the city clerk's office offers. So we don't have enough money in this commission? Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Commissioner Boyd. Uh, next we have Commissioner Lamas. Thank you, Vice Chair. Um, just taking this opportunity to share a couple more community events happening in the South Potomac area. Um, for those of you that uh, might find yourself in South Potomac, we are celebrating the Dia de los Muertos um, on Saturday, October 28th from noon to 5 p.m. at the Sanford Settlement. And um, you're encouraged to bring a photo or a keepsake of someone you loved for the community altar. And there is also um, a trick-or-treating event at the South Natomas Community Center. They're calling it Freaky Friday Trick or Treat. Um, so it's a family event. Feel free to come and bring the family. Um, the council member, Karina Talamantes, office is also hosting a private screening of the Taylor Swift movie, Eris. Um, alongside Assemblymember Kevin McCarty and uh, funds generated will be in support of the Sanford Settlement. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Lamas. Uh, Commissioner Boyd. Thank you. I'm just dragging this out. I almost forgot. Um, thank you, Commissioner Lamas, for bringing up community events, to which is going on right now from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. The Meadow Boo um, Vehicle Trunk candy distribution there at the Sam and Bonnie uh, Pinnell Center, 24th Street and Meadowview Road, Meadow Boo, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. this evening. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Boyd. Uh, last item is public comments, matters not on the agenda. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on public comments not on the agenda? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have no speaker slips. Okay. Well, this concludes our agenda for the day. Thanks, everyone, for your participation. Meeting is adjourned. Sorry, it was hard for me to announce.